0: Classified Cheat Codes Podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming. I am one of your hosts, Josiah, from Caterpillar Mom Plays.
1: And I'm your other host, Hill House, from Good Games, Good Vibes on YouTube.
0: And we are back to bring you the most on-topic show in gaming. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, welcome back. A lie. Uh We had a really uh, eventful we had a very eventful last week and uh, I hope you were able to catch that episode where we we had um Phil and Spanish from the Mortal Kombat Minute podcast on. If you haven't listened to that, uh please uh go give it a listen. It's a fun talk that we had with them. Um but there was some news that we didn't get to cover last week just because, you know, it was already a 2-hour podcast without us talking about news. <laughs> so uh, I am going to yeah. talk about some older stories this week. Um, excuse me, um, but I'm just going to I'm just going to glaze over them, you know, like a donut. But uh, it'll be very fast, and uh, and I'm, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be annoyed by more news. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome to the show. If you're a first time listener, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we always start out our shows talking about games that we've played recently and i have been playing the new overwatch event just enough yeah. to get the unlocks yeah. i do have to admit i have not played a lot i'm just getting my 9 wins and then i'm kind of you know taking a break from it um i am enjoying overwatch still um i'm not one of these people that it's a pain or anything it's just there's just so many games out there yeah. like i am not going to finish the um warzone battle pass this season i'm so far from finishing it uh, I'm not going to finish the Fortnite one. I'm so far from finishing it. Uh, so I'm really behind on those pay those games as a service games, you know, season passes stuff. Um, with that being said, I'm still enjoying Overwatch. I think it's really fun. I have not played the new game mode, though. I do know there's a new like some sort of bounty thing. I haven't played it. Have you played it?
1: No, huh? I haven't. Yeah, played it I yet. think
0: it's a new maybe under CTF. I don't know. Um But I did play Capture the Flag Blitz, which is just so not fun. (laughs) I hate Blitz. Capture the Flag is pretty fun on Overwatch, but the Blitz mode where the flags are, like, really close, like overtime close, is just so absurd because the comps you have to run are just ridiculously annoying. It's all about staying alive and preventing the other player from moving. (laughs) Yeah. You know? So... Yeah, I don't know. I didn't have much fun with CTF Blitz uh, so far, but CTF is back yep. for the next couple of weeks. And there is, I, I didn't even mention what the event is. It's the Lunar New Year event, which has some really nice looking skins. Arisa yeah. has a really nice one, which I saw that you had. Um, I did pull the, uh, what is it, Echo? I pulled the Echo skin and the Ash skin so far. The Ash one's pretty cool. Yeah, I like the, the Ash, Ash one skin. is
1: pretty cool. I pulled the Widow cool. one and uh i've got the oh one. i just bought that i didn't give a shit if i was gonna pull it or not i just bought (laughs) it because it's arisa you know
0: yeah the widow skin is like what one of it's like one of three of her skins that has white skin like all the others are blue yeah 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 (laughs) she has like three skins where she's pale
1: (laughs) it's weird dude. (laughs) so yeah yeah
0: Yeah, it's really weird seeing her her as a normal human so yeah but it's a cool skin too um I did play a game because it was part of a Game Pass challenge for the month. It was called Greedfall. Now, I barely have played this game. I kind of just booted it up, and I'm starting to do the first mission. And uh, I don't know. It's just one of those games where in Game Pass, there's often missions for games that I've never heard of before I started playing it. And the thing is, it's plenty old to be in Game Pass, And it's just one of those games where it's like, it's not the worst game in the world, so it shouldn't be ignored, but you're surprised how ambitious the game is as far as gameplay and graphics are, and the fact that you've never heard of it. I mean, have you heard of Greedfall before, like, it was in Game Pass? No, huh? It's just like a random title in Game Pass, but there was a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, apparently it's been in Game Pass for a while, too and um it's it kind of reminds me of a plague tale as far as the setting goes and it also reminds me of things like assassin's creed like older ones as far as like uh the way the world is built um but i don't know it's interesting and what was really funny was in the first sequence you create your character and i did think it was the most clever character creation scene i've seen in a while um it shows a person painting your character. And then that's when you design the attributes of your facial features and all that stuff. So I thought that was funny. It's like someone painting a portrait of you and that's when it decides for you to customize your character. (laughs) So I thought that was interesting, but what is really funny is there are no like good looking faces in this game. Um, they're like all horrendously ugly. Um, Which is really funny. There's a lot of faces that you can make in this game and like none of them are decent. (laughs) Because I was trying to find one that I'd be willing to look at in every cutscene. But like they all are so horrendous that it really doesn't matter. You could just do a preset and it would be as good as customizing it. So um, as far as gameplay goes, it's just running around with a sword and you do the parrying to not get hit. There's potions and stuff like that. Um, I don't really know what the trick to the game is, like what's the appeal to it. Because after after playing it for about under an hour, um, it's one of those things where I don't see a uniqueness in the game as much as I see a lot of other attributes that other games sadly do better. Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to like hate on the game, but it's just one of those games where I guess that's the main reason it was kind of looked over is probably smaller studio and it's not really bringing anything new to the table. It's got a lot of um, very, I mean, it's it's like if you it's not broke, don't fix it. You know, um, it's not that it's doing game tropes that are bad. It's just there's just so many other games that are doing the things that it does. <laughs> but that being said, um, it's not a terrible game. It's in Game Pass. Uh, if you want to check it out, it's called Greedfall. Um, I believe there is a very, very small reward Game Pass Quest for it but uh that is like the only title that i played that i hadn't played before this week
1: did you play anything new this week uh no i didn't really play anything new i well that isn't true new for me uh, i've been playing uh battlefront 2 uh star wars i've been playing that mm-hmm. um and just just a crazy crazy good game uh but one game that i am probably going to be uh starting tonight uh, directly after this, well, after I eat something, is a game that is early access right now. It's still in development. It's called Valheim, and it is a survival game that's set in uh, a Viking world, and uh, it it looks absolutely yeah, amazing. Heard about this. Now the graphics the graphics are kind of yeah. uh, I would say PlayStation Two, but um, all in all. <laughs> It looks like an absolutely beautiful game. It really does. Uh, It looks like it is something that is it it, it really I think it's going to take off. And uh, if it's as good as I think it is, then um, I'm I mean, I'm probably going to end up uh, uh, getting my own server and everything. Um, But it looks like a lot of fun. It looks really cool. Uh, I just love the fact that they've thrown in, um, you know, Norse mythology and gods and such and yeah. different parts of it. So yeah, it's really, really cool.
0: <laughs> it's just so funny that you throw around PS2 look so, so easily <laughs> such an easy shade to throw. <laughs> well, it is dude. If
1: you think about it, I mean, it, it's just, but, um, it's not, it's not as refined yeah. or polished, but you don't <laughs> notice that. I was watching the gameplay. I was watching mm-hmm. somebody on uh Twitch that was playing it and it was just really, really cool. I mean, it it just looked really good yeah. and fun, like an enjoyable survival game that it, they've got dungeons and uh, he had to go underground to a, a burial chamber and mm. it was pitch black in there. He didn't have any fire or anything. And all you could see is the <laughs> eyes of these things coming at him, but he was beating them down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just really cool. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff to do in it. It's not just, you know, that alone. You know, of course, there's PvP, so you have to worry about other people coming up and and, and killing you. But also uh, one of the nice things is things that you build and it's not like the typical survival game. Uh, your inventory travels with you after you die. So it's kind of nice. Um, you don't have to start over from scratch. You do come back. But yeah, it's kind of neat.
0: Yeah. Sweet. Um If that's all that we played that was new, I guess we could Well I haven't even played it yet. I'm already talking shit about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's 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 get into the news real quick. Oh yeah, it's time for the news! Okay, so um, there were a couple of stories that um, due to some audio difficulties, I didn't include in last week's podcast, but um, I'm going to just recover them really quick uh, this week, too. Uh, Let me get those out of the way really quick. Uh, One of them was the fact that I have been misinforming people about the PS Plus games with PlayStation 5, and I'm going to try to be as concise and clear about this as I can be. Um, So let me lay something out. Um, Starting in November, when the PlayStation 5 was released... um, Okay, let's back up. (laughs) Sorry. In October, if you had PlayStation Plus, you would get two free games like you would of every other month with your PlayStation Plus membership. But in October... I'm sorry, but in November, when the PS5 released, your PlayStation Plus account could now get... Three games however what's confusing about it is if you only have a ps4 and not a ps5 and you log in on your ps4 and go to the store and you go to the ps plus tab to see the free games the one of the three titles would not be there and that one title would be marketed as ps5 exclusive now it is only playable on playstation 5 but there is a loophole where you can actually add it to your library, which I can't tell you how hard this was to find information on because it's just so. I don't know. I guess maybe not many people are in the same boat that I'm in. But if you own a PS4 and not a PS5 and you have PlayStation Plus, you can claim the PlayStation 5 titles to your account if you have the PlayStation app. But it is the only way that you can do it. You cannot do it through your PS4 browser. Um, and you cannot do it through a web browser. Um, I'm thinking you could do it on a PS5 if you had a friend that had one and you could log in. But I can't attest to that. I haven't tried it. Um, but you can actually just log into the PlayStation app yeah. with your account. And you can claim all of the free games even if you don't have a PS5. Now, this is news to me. And I'd heard yeah. several people say that you couldn't do this. That's why I never even thought about like looking further into it. I ended up deciding to look further into it because of the lineup for February. February had such a good lineup of free games that I really wanted to figure out a way to get. um, I think it was called, what is it called? All-Star Battle All-Stars or something? I forget. All-Star Destruction? Destruction All-Stars or something? I forget what it's called. But it's a game that looks really cool, really fun, and it's a game that I would really love to play when I get a PlayStation 5, even though I don't know the title of the game. (laughs) it sounds really bad but anyway um i was like i've got to figure out a way that i can get this and then after much research i ended up figuring it out and i installed the playstation app that i never i had had it installed before but i hadn't had a reason to have the playstation app in a while so um you know what that's actually not the full story the full story is my brother-in-law said that even if you don't own a playstation right now he was saying it to a group of our friends Um, it's a really good time to get uh, PlayStation uh, Plus because there are so many free games that are really good. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, I was like, should I correct him and tell him that you can't get those PlayStation 5 games without PlayStation 5? But um, when I looked into it, I figured it out. And I'm thinking you may be able to get all these PlayStation games without even owning a console, which is crazy. This doesn't sound crazy to people that you know have Xboxes because with the implementation of pc uh it's already like a no-brainer that you can claim all your free games with xbox live gold you know (laughs) you don't even have to have an xbox to claim them but up until recently playstation was pretty locked into its console and there wasn't really much you could do on the app actually up until about a year and a half ago you couldn't even make purchases on the app so making purchases on the app is a whole new thing and because there is a purchase portal You can claim games to your library. I know this sounds like a lot of information, but basically, it's if you like have an intention, like for me, I'm probably going to be waiting for like a good sale or availability for the PlayStation 5. But let's say you're the person that wants to wait till like November, like next Black Friday for a PlayStation 5. You can go ahead and get a PS, uh, PlayStation Plus, uh, year card for 60 bucks right now. And up until November, you can get like three to four games a month of like high quality titles for like 10 months. That is definitely worth $60. It's the price of one game. And by the time you get your PlayStation, you'll have already a full library of games. So I think this is a no brainer for even if you have the slightest interest in getting a PlayStation or even buying a PS4 used in about a year. You can have so many games, even if you're new to the PlayStation family. So um that's as quickly and concise as i can say that i'm sorry it sounds like rambling, but i wanted the information to be clear and the advice to be clear on that um do you do you think people understand that mike do you think that's like straightforward yeah
1: i mean okay, good you know <laughs> you got there
0: <laughs> yeah i got there i eventually i got there no after man i mean over my was, words but you have
1: you had you there's more to it than just saying okay uh, do this and this and people are going to be like what wait how does that work so at least you're you you're able to explain it you know what i'm saying and, Yeah. And people are going to understand it yeah i mean
0: yeah i think it's harder to understand if you know already
1: but yeah there's
0: <laughs> yeah there's i think it's harder to understand if you already own a playstation 4 yeah, and yeah. you're thinking of it from that perspective if you don't own any playstation saying that you can just go out and get a playstation plus card right now and start racking up games every month by logging into a mobile app is actually like, you know, that's like fresh. And that doesn't sound like something you've heard before. Yeah. So that I think is probably the better angle at getting people into PlayStation is being like, hey, just get your library loaded up, you know? Yeah, I mean, but you don't have to get Epic next games. gen, but I
1: mean, <laughs> you don't have to get anything next gen right away. You can get a used console, like you said, and just have the, all those games that you've wanted to play that were PlayStation exclusive games you know yeah why not i mean it's gonna be worth it like you said in a year it's gonna be really (laughs) worth it you know
0: yeah but nothing beats epic games where you can get a free game every week and you could be logging in on like your mom's computer like throughout high school and then when you go to college just buy a gaming pc and you've got suddenly a full-ass library you've got like 800 games man (laughs) yeah it's just gonna be ridiculous But um, yeah, I mean, compared to that, though, um, if you're not comparing to Epic, uh, this is a pretty cool deal, and I think you should jump on it. They're releasing new titles in it, which is fun. And it it almost makes up for how much worse PlayStation Now is compared to Game Pass. Yeah, (laughs) That's the thing is people are always hating on the free games with Xbox Live Gold because of how good the PlayStation Plus games are. But the thing is, if you compare Game Pass to PlayStation Now, it's like the exact same thing but backwards you know so it just is the focus of the studio i don't think playstation's that focused on playstation now and i don't think that comes as a surprise to anyone but i think that xbox is 100 focused on selling people game pass you know
1: oh yeah that's where they're going to make a majority of their money because i mean a lot of people are still Mm -hmm. gonna buy those those brand new games and they're gonna play them on the Xbox or PC, whatever. but but Game Pass, it sells so well because of the fact that you can there's so many games for the PC, so many, yeah, that look absolutely beautiful. Uh Gears 5 is one of them. I downloaded it because of uh, game Pass and uh dude, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, why not? It's worth it because of the amount of the amount of games you get is it's just yeah, you'd be foolish not to do it.
0: Okay. Um I'm sorry I paused there. I'm thinking about what story to segue to. I think we're talking about Game Pass. So let's 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 talk about uh Stadia Hate again. If you did listen to uh last week's podcast, yeah. you will have noted that there was about a 40-minute rant about Google. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, we're going to talk about Stadia again. And if you haven't heard this news, this news is quite hilarious. Um,
1: oh, it's it's, not it's, for it's so bad. The it's, creator. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, Andrew Spinks, who is, I think, a lead developer on Terraria. He's
1: the lead developer the, of, ter- the of Terraria. Developer. This, is, this is the hit indie game, Terraria. So these, yeah, the yeah this game is so big do you want to take that, the story uh, you
0: can take the story yeah yeah you can okay take it, well
1: take it. here's what happened okay <laughs> andrew Spinks. now terraria has has blown up okay this is a, a
0: mm-hmm.
1: massively massively popular game and terraria was set to be uh um ported over to stadia Added. and yeah um what had happened is
0: a no brainer. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean that it'd be, yeah, it'd be a foolish, it'd be stupid of them not to ask to put this on their, on their, on their thing. Well, uh, Mm -hmm. basically what happened is Andrew Spinks accounts with Google, all of his accounts, everything was banned. And, uh, this has caused a huge amount of, uh, uh, business issues, and it was banned for what they say a terms of service violation, and uh, they banned his his Google account uh, from from everything from personal his 15 year Gmail account to his business accounts everything do you canceled have his,
0: do everything you
1: have, his YouTube channel do you have his
0: tweets pulled up
1: oh yeah I've got everything pulled up his YouTube channel was just
0: just read his tweets out read what he said that way people know we're not like summing up what he's saying wrong cuz it's pretty clear what he said, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um The first one he says, "My phone has lost access yes. to thousands of dollars of apps on Google Play. I had just bought Lord of the Rings 4K and can't finish it." Yep. "My data my Google Drive data is completely gone. I can't access my YouTube channel. The worst of all is" Losing, I'm losing access to my Gmail address of 15 years. Yep. He says I absolutely have no idea. I absolutely have not done anything to violate your terms of service, so I can't take this. I, I can't take take this no other way than you deciding to burn this bridge. Consider it burned. Hashtag #Terraria for Google Stadia is canceled. He said, "My company will no longer support any of your platforms moving forward." Yeah,
1: and and basically he 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 came out and you know he he was in contact with these guys for quite a while, and it, it was just yeah. absolutely it was absolutely stupid. He he said it, he actually said in one of his emails, "I will not be involved with a corporation that values their customers and partners so little and doing business with you." is a liability that is a huge huge statement from the, the <laughs> lead developer of a big company this is his company basically yeah. and he's saying that google is a liability and though now, now and
0: no one's disagreeing with him
1: <laughs> now now uh <laughs> exactly there Everyone's
0: like of course the
1: terraria account on twitter It came out and it said, uh, we have not added anything new to our only YouTube channel, ReLogic Games, in several months. However, we randomly received an email saying there was a TOS violation and that it was likely accidental. And as such, the account would receive no strikes. Three days later, the entire Google account, YouTube, Gmail, all Google apps, even every purchase made over 15 years on the Google Play Store was disabled with no warning or recourse. This account links into many business functions, as as such. The impact (laughs) to us is quite substantial. So they're, they're sitting there saying, look, you know, we don't recall anything. Well, here's the problem with it. If you get a Google ban, if your whole world is Google and you are like the Google guy, and that's all you do every guess what, (laughs) that's like your whole life ending because a Google ban is basically everything's just erased. You have no way to look at any Gmail. You have no way to look at anything that in the past that may have been a certain uh, terms of service violation. So you really can't even fight it. That's the thing. Now, He was going to them and he was saying, hey, you know, we need to uh, um, figure out, you know, how to fix this. (laughs) Well, Google, dude, their support on Twitter was coming back. Now, they decided to make it public since he decided to say on Twitter that he was going to end it all. Right. So. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they came back publicly telling him he wasn't going to kill himself no he wasn't going to kill himself came into the podcast at that moment yeah just ending (laughs) his uh business association (laughs) with uh google
0: ending relation yeah yeah okay
1: so youtube asked if they could access its their banned email account which he explained was banned so no he couldn't then youtube suggested trying google's account recovery system now that's only for users if you've forgotten your password he was banned. Then they shared instructions with him publicly on how to recover a voluntarily deleted Google account. <laughs> That's not relevant. It was banned. So like you said, he has these emails so what's and you know,
0: here's, they have no Google's marketing team is just non-existent. Oh, yeah. There should have been a red flag that a very large developer was calling them out on Twitter and a human being should be helping him with this. Exactly. But
1: instead- and they have no common sense <laughs> in their answers. They have no, there's, no, see, they're. It's not a real person. They're really, they're very <laughs> blanketed on how they treat people on these kind of things. It's not a case by case situation. So Google. Yeah. They, they to put it bluntly they are a liability by handling business this way you pissed off you pissed off a guy who owns a company who made a game that has got what 30 million uh 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 yeah it's not quite
0: minecraft but it's one of those games that's like pushing up like 30 million customers yeah
1: so so, yeah, you know, you're and you're publicly making yourself look stupid by 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 uh, offering irrelevant, <laughs> irrelevant methods of fixing it, which have nothing to do with it. So this makes you look even more dumb. And
0: if. You, <laughs> and it's and just if Google's like, man. well, he shouldn't have drugged us out in the public like this. I mean, he gave you three weeks. The first tweet is that his account was disabled for three weeks and that they've been giving him the runaround. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he gave him three weeks to figure it out. Three whole weeks to, like, get his email unbanned. Yeah. He can't even access his email.
1: No, he can't do nothing. So, so <laughs> basically, he said, I, screw you. I would do
0: the same thing if, if for three weeks they were giving me the runaround, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah. And that's just, dude, I mean. I would
0: have probably given them a day. <laughs> and the thing is, is that
1: this is a famous indie developer now. These guys are not a joke.
0: Developer? Yeah.
1: And you've just pissed them off and they have 30 million customers that are going to be like, wait a minute, <laughs> Google, you know, I mean, yeah, dude, so I, oh, this does not look good for them at all.
0: I've got, I've got two points. One point is this is a great testament to things that happen all the yeah. time on any email service. So this happens all the time on Google Happens all the time on, you know, Outlook or whatever you use. There will be random glitches where you will yeah. get randomly banned for no reason. You get locked out of things and you'll get the runaround through customer support. This is not unusual. But the thing is, this guy is not just someone to ignore. And they were if doing they business. We're with not him. able to figure this out. Right. And so that's the thing. If this was just Joe Blow, who lost his drive account. He probably would have had to bit the bullet and just started a new one and take it as a loss not a big deal but they just happened to piss off <laughs> someone who's actually important who was about like to do a businesses. major
1: deal with them man oh my god
0: yeah, i mean Stadia's already dead, but then dragging Stadia through the water like this is oh, yeah. really funny. Well, he didn't uh, even mention other Stadia. I
1: was, he just said Google. I mean, it was all about Google. And it, the main thing was their customer service and the way they treated him, not just as a partner, right. but as a customer. And it's just, ugh. Oh, right. What a shit. What yeah. a shit taste, man. I mean, it's just, oh so my God. So I was
0: looking... I was looking through the replies. I was really hoping that Apple or Luna or someone like that was going to go in the replies, like either at Amazon or Apple and be like, hey, if you want to come work for us, you can, you know, or something. Hey, we'll put your game because on the
1: Amazon I'm, store.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, Apple has a great thing. They could be like, hey, we can put your game on Apple, Apple Arcade. Play. Or, yeah, Apple and, Arcade, um, yeah and also we'll send you an iphone so that you don't have to deal with google anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you could really see some shade in those comments. I didn't see one though. It was a missed opportunity. I really wish that Watch tomorrow. Apple's PR would have done that. Tomorrow he's going to tweet.
1: <laughs> he's going to tweet a uh a, a, picture a message of the, the and it's going to be it's going to be uh dear dear Mr. Spinks. We are uh on behalf of Google, please accept our sincerest apologies and this brand new pixel phone. <laughs> With just be sure to sign up for a new Gmail account as soon as possible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Here's your brand new Pixel phone with Google Stadia pre installed. <laughs> you have to buy your <laughs> own controller. Yeah. Limited edition controllers sold separately. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh man. Okay. Well, I th- I didn't expect, Death I mean, I to kind Google. of didn't expect that to be. I did kind of expect that to be one of the bigger subjects. Um, I, I mean, it was so funny is Google is such a massive company. It's one of those things where you fight the power with the power type things where, how did I research that story? Google. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, we hate this monster, but I mean, we feed it constantly. We do. We do. Um, so let me do some quick stories since that one wasn't quick. Um, one of them is a lot of people are getting hyped about a new Mario versus Rabbids game. And this is about two weeks old now, this news. This is quite old. Um, all I'm going to say was the M- Rabbids Twitter account changed its name to Mario Rabbids for like a day, and then it switched back to Rabbids. So a lot mm-hmm. of people are speculating whether they accidentally did that or if it was intentional to get a hype. No, there are no accidents but on Twitter. There are no accidents anymore. Um <laughs> And the thing is, Mario vs. Rabbids is a really cool game. If you haven't played it, it's a very fun Ubisoft game that's using Mario, which is crazy that they allowed Ubisoft to touch Mario. <laughs> that sounded really bad also if you came into the podcast at that moment. Um, but they allowed Ubisoft to touch Mario, and it's actually a decent game. And it's one of the few titles that you can get that's high quality on uh, the Switch That is often under 20 bucks. So if you haven't played it, be sure to pick it up on one of their sales. Um, It's a very fun tactical Mario Rapids game. It's really weird to see this type of game be fun. Um, But I think a lot of people are really excited about a sequel because of just how well made the original was. Um, Let me see. What else do I got? Um, There was a podcast, which I don't have the name of. So shame on me. But voice actor Adam Conover um, made the news headlines uh, last week with a couple of comments he made about the rumored Zelda Netflix show that has never come out. And now I remember hearing about the Zelda Netflix show over two and a half years ago. Oh, at least. And um, apparently there was also a college humor Star Fox claymation show that was in early talks and he said on this uh, podcast that what had happened was Netflix uh, basically bombed the whole thing by leaking the idea that they were working with Nintendo to make a Zelda show Uh, apparently Nintendo didn't like the idea that it was leaked already because apparently they thought it was very intentionally leaked (laughs) Apparently it very quickly linked before they had even like done anything. And it was quickly canceled because they saw that as very unprofessional of Netflix. And this voice actor said that it's also the reason the Star Fox Claymation College Humor collaboration was canceled. And now what's so funny is college humor is so not relevant anymore, but about I don't know, seven, eight years ago it was a very relevant comedy website. And uh, it's really funny to see their name in news again. And uh, it's just, it's one of those things where I'm scratching my head. I'm like, wow, could that have worked? Uh, Claymation Star Fox definitely would work. But being handled by College Humor seems very random when you're looking at at it from a 2021 standpoint. Um, But yeah, that's interesting. It would have been a web series of Star Fox and there would have been a Netflix Zelda show, which is already kind of weird. And it was really weird to think about zelda getting a tv show especially after the really campy 90s stuff i think we talked about this maybe 60 podcasts ago. probably yeah um i remember you bringing it up um because they had but yeah that's so,
1: probably that's probably uh i think
0: you talked about the leak yeah that's probably and what it was what we didn't know was yeah it's our fault it. we're sorry yeah we're sorry yeah it was definitely 100 our fault because <sighs> i forwarded our link to miyamoto and I remember he didn't reply so I guess I should have taken that as a sign of anger from Miyamoto. But anyway, um
1: <laughs> well, putting dude, Anyway, that was way know, back in putting down yeah. dude, you know, thought we were you were better than this probably didn't help, but yeah.
0: <laughs> um let's talk reboots. EA is talking about an Anthem reboot, yes. and this is something that a lot of people are excited about because Anthem is one of those mini games that is getting a second shot with its fans by the developers actually giving a shit about the title. Yeah. So in the footsteps of, uh, oh my gosh, No Man's Sky and uh, what's another game that got better? Battlefront 2. Uh, games that were like canceled by <laughs> by uh, critics and audiences uh, just just shat on. Basically, <laughs> these games are almost completely forgotten. You could get them. Every title I'm talking about, you could get for five bucks within months of their release. And now they all have cult followings. Uh, no Man's Sky has a very avid community. Oh yeah. Uh, Battlefront Two has very large. Oh yeah. It's, amounts of people it's playing it now, now, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, it's huge.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, they've given up on a Battlefront Three because of how it performed at launch. Uh, but with the reactions right now, I wouldn't put it past them developing a battlefront three after Dice finishes the new battlefield that they're talking about yeah. making. Yeah. Um so yeah, following in those footsteps, EA, I guess, you know, with the same viewpoint that they had on Battlefront 2 of actually making a decent game, they've improved Anthem to the point where people enjoy the game now. And they're thinking that they can use it as a stepping stone for they've been using the word reboot ever since I first heard about them talking about a possible sequel after its failure. They keep saying reboot, like implying that the original is so bad that they need to restart with just basically the concept art. Um, but it, I don't know why they're still using the word reboot, because I think improving the original game was the reboot. I think they just need to make a sequel to the improved version, you know, Um I think reboot's a little bit of a misleading terminology, but how do you feel about, you know, a new Anthem game? Have you played Anthem?
1: Uh no, I've watched uh there's a couple of friends of mine that play that stream and I watch them. Yeah. Um it really wasn't it it just It's rem- like
0: Destiny meets Iron Man. It's really pretty it, cool. It, with think.
1: Halo mixed in, yeah. And it just
0: Yeah, with some Halo, yeah. And it
1: just it it didn't, you know. Destiny and all that, I I love watching it. It's just never been my cup of tea, man.
0: You know, flying is pretty fun on a big screen though. I'm gonna not gonna lie, maybe not on a monitor, but if you're playing on like a big television, when you're flying an anthem, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. <laughs> I can imagine that it's the same feeling. Um, what, what am I talking about? I've played it a little bit. Um, it's the same feeling you get when you're first swinging as Spider Man in the Spider Man game. Like you're just like, holy shit like i'm in the world you know uh it's pretty breathtaking but like i think the main hate for anthem was lack of content i think people just thought it was too short there wasn't much to do but i don't think anyone was hating on the game's design as far as you know performance and visuals go you know but yeah yeah that being said uh i'm excited for a new anthem game um especially with EA play because EA plays pretty cool because if you don't buy a game for like eight months, they put it in there. It's pretty awesome. Well,
1: yeah. But if you look (laughs) at it though, man, from, because there's no, there's nobody's been hearing anything about it, especially since, you know, um, about Anthem coming out, man, especially since, uh, uh, daily left and they you know uh, the last thing that anybody yeah heard I remember that yeah was that it was left in good hands and that was coming from his mouth well whose hands was it left in what was you know what is the team that's on <laughs> they just it? handed it to um, the stadium team. <laughs> you're getting hints of, of <laughs> Dragon Age 4 now you're hearing a lot about Mass Effect but you're not hearing anything about yeah. a uh, about Anthem uh, reboot Or even, you know, uh, uh, whatever, you know, uh, a new a new game, like you said. But so basically what it comes down to is, you know, Stadia needs to buy
0: Bioware. What does this show
1: you, though? In the past year, you haven't heard. (laughs) I mean, well, not in the past year, but lately you haven't heard anything. So I wouldn't get your hopes up, man. I really wouldn't.
0: I think Bioware and EA have some. Problems in management, of Mm -hmm. course, but I will say this that um, any game that's on the cutting, what's the, what's not the cutting room floor, uh, just on the ground floor, trying to build the beginning of a game, I think those games are very much put to the wayside right now, thanks to the pandemic. I think a lot of developers are putting what little, you know, development time that they have allocated into titles that are a lot sooner coming out you know i i think these games that are like rumored or in early stages of development or just talked about i think these games are really put on the back burner right now until the world gets back to you know all cylinders running um that's just my opinion of it and i think it can really translate to this other story that you probably also want to talk about the fact that overwatch 2 and diablo 4 are both not coming out in 2020 now, I think that's smoke. Um, I think Blizzard's lying. I think that they are going to release one of those two games mm. near the end of the year. I'm on the fence and about that. And if we know anything about Blizzard, it's that they lie. <laughs> 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 and uh, for good or worse, they sometimes say things are coming out that don't come out. They say things that are not coming out come out tomorrow. Um, I would never trust anything that Blizzard not says delayed, as though. far as a public statement. But... Under the assumption that they're not coming out in 2020, what's your opinion of that?
1: Well, technically, it's not really delayed because nobody ever gave us a launch date anyway, right? So, technically, yeah, it, it it doesn't really have it's we're yeah we're looking at a possible launch date. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to
0: and the thing is I think Overwatch until 2022. Two... Yeah,
1: that's what I think. I think that yeah. uh, Diablo 4 is going to come out before Overwatch. It should. And it's yeah. going to be Diablo 4 probably around um, the end of 2021. And then we're probably going to be looking at Overwatch 2 around s- probably the end of 2022. That's just my humble opinion.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking October 2022 for probably for both. Overwatch 2. Yeah and I'm just thinking October. Diablo sooner yeah maybe spring or summer no nah, because thinking, they I'm did thinking, get that we talked about it a couple of weeks ago about them getting that whole other branch to come help them finish Diablo 4 basically
1: well here's the thing you now they so. they learned their lesson though because look at what happened with uh Warcraft 3 when when that came out I had pre-purchased <laughs> I sure it hope they did I had pre-purchased it remember. <laughs> And yeah. I didn't even install mm. the game. I didn't even install it. I, I didn't even download it yet. It it was a digital and I was like, but, you know, I'm just going to for some reason I was working or something was happening at the time that, the, that it dropped and I was able to play it. Uh, that was in January and uh, last mm-hmm. January. And. Uh, the 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 feedback that that came from it. And I even think I talked about this on one of the podcasts, but the feedback that came from the mess that they had made with this game really sealed it for me. And all I did was send an email and I said, look, I haven't even downloaded the game. I want my money back. And within five minutes, I had a response saying you will get a full refund, blah, 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 expected on this date. And I think it didn't even take, but 12 hours. And I had a full refund on my account. So I was like, OK, I I honestly think that Blizzard is one of those companies, though, that is smart enough that they're going to learn from those mistakes. So if if it is, in fact, <laughs> if the case is that they just want to put out a great game. Then I'm all for that, uh, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago or what, three or four weeks ago, where the uh, the voice actor for Genji uh, had claimed in a story that he had never, he had not even begun, uh, recording, which then we speculated well, maybe they're going to kill off Genji (laughs) who knows, but, uh, (laughs) but yeah, so bottom line is I, I think that, you know, it's, it's for the better. Um, I want overwatch two to succeed and I really want it to be a good game. I want it to be a great game, but they have a, a a big pair of shoes to fill with that first game. So if they're going to top it, you know, take your time, you know, so that you can top it right, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's just right. That's how I so,
0: feel about I it. I mean, about the Genji line, though. Yeah. Yeah. About the Genji line, I saw a lot of people saying things like, um, I guess he's not going to be in the game, or maybe the game is not even close to being done. Yeah. The thing is, all of that voice acting recording could be done in like a month oh yeah like the month before it gets finalized it doesn't take very long it's not that crazy unless they Uh, have especially with how short of lines they have
1: unless uh unless because i've also heard speculation that it's going to be about um it's gonna they're kind of following the same vein as the new mortal Kombat movie where it they're they're really uh (laughs) focusing a lot on the uh story of uh of uh uh God ah, damn it. What is the guy's name, man? The. Uh,
0: the Winston. Huh? Soldier Winston. No, 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 no. In, in
1: Mortal Kombat. Uh, the snow guy.
0: Oh. Sub-Zero. Well,
1: anyway. Yeah. Sub-Zero and and his brother or whatever. So it's going to be kind of like that. And there a lot of rumors are talking about how it's uh, Hanzo and Genji are have a story together and how it's. Yeah. It's going to come to some sort of thing where either one or both of them die. And they're killed off in the in the in the Overwatch universe, which would piss off a whole lot of people if both of them died.
0: Right, but if they um So the the preview that we got of Overwatch 2 a couple of years ago yeah. or a year and a half ago um was clearly after anything that we've seen as far as lore. Yeah. So it is clearly after things that we've seen, but if you're going to make a game with a bunch of story, it does make sense to tell the story from the past and get people up to speed. Um, if they talk about the past, then there is a moment where Genji's almost dead. And that's when mercy turns him into a cyborg where he's barely a human at all. Um, So, it could be that those rumors are just talking about this extended, you know, origin story of Genji and Hanzo and how Genji got to be a cyborg ninja. Um, The other thing is, um, I have also heard rumors that every month they're going to release more story missions in Overwatch 2. Yeah. Where they're planning on having a lot of story planned out and it's just going to have more and more story release over time. Meaning if Genji is not in the first year of stories, then of course he wouldn't be recording new voice lines. (laughs) True. You know what I'm saying? Um, So, yeah, I I mean, I'm not basing anything off of Genji's voice lines. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be Hanzo voice actor.
1: I I honestly do. I think Hanzo is going to be leaving the game. They'll keep Genji.
0: yeah but we're talking about the story yeah <laughs> the pvp mode will always have every hero over time because like it doesn't have to obey the rules of the timeline um, but yeah in the story if you want to kill off one of them that's fine they might they might i think because if you're talking about accuracy then why why does both team have a roadhog on <laughs> <laughs> yeah true so i don't think it matters as far as who's playing in the game there's just there's colorful banter well but, but they, um,
1: there has been there has been logical arguments though for because they're talking about bringing in some new heroes so but but because the pool is so large already you know would they get rid of any and they're actually talking about getting rid of you know a couple of characters that you can't play them anymore
0: Yeah, that seems like a waste of man hours. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, (laughs) If they did do that, that'd be weird. But adding more to it, I think, would just be so
1: convoluted. It would just be so many characters. You know, how many are you going to do? Yeah, but at the
0: end of the day, people play quick play to have fun. Um, as As far as balancing issues, it would only affect comp. So if they said something like, oh, these five heroes are not going to be available in comp for this full year... Sure, people will be like, oh, man, that sucks. But when they say we're adding 20 heroes in the place of those five, they'd be like, oh, forget that. Yeah, like, let's play those heroes. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. Yeah, I I wouldn't be too concerned about that because it's hard for us to make the disconnect that most of the competitive community plays competitive and we just very competitively play quick play. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so um as far as quick play goes i mean who cares if it's balanced you know just i wish there was a ban system that way if you play with five friends that absolutely cannot ever counter widow you can choose to ban widow there should be a ban system where you can ban one hero on yeah. each side even in quick play you i know, in really quick play believe though, in the banning system
1: quick play is the reason why i am seriously thinking about playing nothing but comp <laughs> just because right. I want to get better at it, but also I <laughs> I am a firm believer in play your role and play a role to support the team. I'm 100. I, I believe right. in that. And I mean, I I still have a lot of work to do as far as getting some damage in, you know, and stuff like that, but I'm on the way to mm-hmm. two healers. I'm on the way to two tanks. You know, I think I can get, you know, I can play a decent Torb, but, uh, yeah, I need I need another, you know, but yeah, I'm seriously considering yeah. going and playing another but comp, man, because because quick play just it, it really is it, it started to become a very tedious thing.
0: Um, I have two more stories uh, to touch on real quick. Uh, one of them is that Prince of Persia has been delayed indefinitely. Yep. And I think this is a good thing. Yeah. But it's also questionable. So so I think it's a good thing because a the game looked really bad. Um but I also think it's questionable whether they actually wanted to put any effort into this remake. Um, So there's, there's an idea that people are throwing out where, what if they were not actually intending on releasing this game at all? (laughs) And there's this theory that they announced it without any work done. Hardly. And they wanted to see the reaction that it had. And the fact that it had a bunch of negative reaction made them realize that A, there's still interest in the game. And B, they better actually make it good enough to make not just, you know, passable amounts of money, but enough money to, you know, be worth the effort they put into it. So um that's an interesting idea. I've seen a couple of people on Twitter talking about that, where it was just like, what if Prince of Persia's remake actually was nowhere near being done. And it was all just to test the waters. And I I wouldn't put that past them. That sounds like something that they could have done. But at the end of the day, you know, don't 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 we see a lot of teasers way before we should see them in this in the first place? So the real the real question is, was the original February release date just like never actually considered (laughs) because there was a original February 2020 2021 release date, which is like absurd because that game did not look done at all. And they were trying to release it this month. So um I do believe that maybe they had no intentions of releasing it in February. Maybe they were just trying to get hype around it. And now they're trying to pull the Sonic the Hedgehog movie trick where they're like, oh, my gosh, we fucked up and we're going to make everything better just for you, the listener, you know, Uh, (laughs) and then see people uh, be so proud of themselves for making the company make a better game. You know, like, I wonder if that's going to be a strategy in designing movies and games in the future where you release something that looks like shit just to get a negative reaction, just to make the consumer feel like they had a part in it. (laughs) exactly. You know? And uh, I feel like the Sonic the Hedgehog movie kind of did that because if Sonic the Hedgehog did not look terrible originally, I'm not sure how much money it would have made because let's say it looked like a normal Sonic the Hedgehog in the previews and it just released and you're like, wow, Jim Carrey really can't find a better movie to do than this. And Wow, another video game movie. But with all of the hype about them changing the design and all that, and even the way they revealed the design. Do you remember the first poster was just his legs and people were like, why are his legs so long, you know? And uh, and why do they look human, you know? And I feel like maybe, you know, that was an idea, you know? Because we even heard that there was not much reanimation to do in Sonic the Hedgehog because they hadn't done more than the scenes that were in the preview. So they only had animated the preview scenes and, uh, that's almost like they were prepared to change the design. So I don't know. I'm not a marketing expert, but we do talk about marketing every freaking episode, but that is something to consider whether they release Prince of Persia to look like shit, just to make the consumer feel like, you know, they had a part in making a great game so that that that's an interesting idea i think you know it's
1: possible i mean you know it wouldn't be a dumb idea
0: yeah you know like if game of thrones had you know there's all these petitions to rewrite the last season yeah and there's all the memes about you know what was, what's his name George R. R. R martin saying things about how like oh go go write your own damn show <laughs> hmm. like what if what if Game of Thrones actually had like a fake last episode and they actually filmed another one just to make people feel like they had a part you know in changing the show but uh that's way too large of a scale you could not keep all those people oh God no you know quiet but uh, th- there's an idea that just releasing previews early, to get a backlash you know i don't know that's all i'm gonna say about it i think it's good that prince of persia is delayed because if it looked anything like the previous we saw um it just it's not only that it would be disappointing it just it would just be forgotten about immediately be like remember that 2021 remake of prince of persia that didn't work you know yep. and if you be like oh man i totally forgot about that <laughs> it wouldn't even go down as in history as a really bad remake. It would just be forgotten, you know? So, so I think it's good. That it's delayed. Um, do you have information on this last story? The CD project Red a little bit? Yeah. Do you want to take it? Cause I think it's a pretty hilarious. Oh yeah. Ridiculous. It's an absolutely <laughs> ridiculous story.
1: <laughs> and, and you know, I've been reading a lot of comments on this and I, uh, yeah, I was shaking my head a lot because there are some idiots yeah. out there in the world. And um CD Project Red, uh everybody knows they developed Cyberpunk 2077 and everybody knows about all the crap and problems Cyberpunk 2077 was having. And mm-hmm. uh and is still having. Um they were hit by a ransomware attack and so basically what happened is this. They uh When this attack happened, CD Projekt Red, they they were smart about it. They contacted the authorities and they immediately put out a tweet. Um, Basically, uh, their tweet said, Yesterday we discovered that we have become a victim of a cyber attack due to which some of our internal systems have been compromised. An unidentified actor gained unauthorized access to our internal network, collected certain data belonging to CD Projekt Red, Capital Group, and left a ransom note, which they released to the public. Um, now some of the devices on their network were encrypted, um, but their backups remained remained intact and they've already secured they, they had already secured their IT infrastructure at that point. So and they were restoring data. So that was all part of their tweet. Um, they said they are not going to give in to any demands. They're not going to negotiate. Um, they are aware that it could eventually lead to the released. The release of their compromised data, but they're taking necessary steps to mitigate the consequences of that, etc. Um, they are still investigating the incident, however, they have, uh, um, to the best of their knowledge, uh, the compromised systems did not and data did not contain any personal data for their players or users of the service or the people in their company. Um, that's one of the things because they also put out a tweet to their uh, to their uh, uh, their employees letting them know that they to their knowledge none of their personal information was other however they should take necessary steps to protect themselves financially etc and now they said they've already approached the relevant authorities including law enforcement and the president of the personal data protection office as well as it forensic specialists and they're going to cooperate with them in order to find out who in the hell is doing this crap well the note they put out this thing is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous it looks like it was written by a freaking 10-year-old um it says hello cd project okay
0: with 20 exclamation yeah, points with a bunch of exclamation points <laughs> you have
1: been epically pwned. <laughs> okay what the fuck i mean that's why i say a 10-year-old who writes that okay we have dumped full copies of the source codes from your from your perforce server For Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, Gwent, and the unreleased version of Witcher 3. Three exclamation points on that, by the way, because they were probably amazed at it. We have also dumped all of your documents relating (laughs) to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more! Also, we have encrypted all of your servers, but we understand that you can most likely recover from backups. If we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online. And all your documents will be sent to our contacts in gaming journalism. Yeah, I said that wrong. Your public image will go down the shitter and even more. And people will see how shitty your company functions. Investors will lose trust in your company and the stock will dive even lower exclamation point. You have 48 hours to contact us. (laughs) (laughs) so yeah what a fucking joke
0: i mean so is it a child or is it a old man trying to pretend to be a child in his 20s or something yeah. like using the word pwned is so like cringe it's yeah. something like your dad would say to try to try to act like a young and um also though the thing at the end where where they said that they would leak it to their connections in the media or whatever.
1: The, uh, gaming journalism.
0: Yeah, like the first person to break the story on the leak, all you have to do is get the police over to them and be like, yeah, tell us who gave you this.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, let us know what server it was sent from or whatever. I mean, like, that's just like outing yourself at that point. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you do that? Even if he like sent it out to a bunch of different news outlets at the same time. And here's one of the things, too,
1: is people are actually jumping on this and they're saying, oh, you deserve it. Uh, This is karma, blah, 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 blah. But I have I know a lot of people who have played the game all the way through it and have done it several times and enjoyed it. They enjoyed it. They, you know yes, there are some problems with it and there are some glitches, but I, I like I said, I know a lot of people who play on PC and some that play on console and they, they enjoy the game. They're having fun with it.
0: And the thing is you don't have to play it. Yeah. And there were plenty of opportunities to get a refund. Yeah. Uh, to be still angry is angry at being disappointed in the hype. Yes. And that's, and the people who are like, oh, they misled people. I mean, it's like pre-rendered uh previews and stuff like who doesn't do that yeah. you know yeah and i don't know it's really weird to be mad at cd project right about it because it's like a parent thing like i'm not mad at them just disappointed like i feel like everyone should just be disappointed uh not mad because like if it doesn't meet your expectations that's you know between that's more on the you level uh there are a lot of people who are completely fine with what it is cuz they Probably didn't get into the hype. To be honest, a lot of the people that probably enjoy the game the most are probably not overhyped about it and are probably pleasantly surprised about it being a competent video game. There are just people who are so like putting it at this level of The Witcher 3, you know, and then trying to put it in the year 2020. And uh, yeah, of course you're going to be disappointed, you know, especially with the whole you know keanu reeves thing that skyrocketed it into the you know the stratosphere <laughs> uh yeah the the hype wasn't going to be bigger you know yeah but yeah I, I i don't think there's any reason once again there's conspiracy theories about this too oh, there's big people time, who dude. are saying, saying that it's a false flag thing th- and yeah. Yeah that they've staged it and it's just like why would they though? Yeah. Like <laughs> And if they
1: staged it and they like, would have written it way better than that. They wouldn't Right, have...
0: they would have written a better ransom note. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's so stupid, man. And you know but the thing is though people saying they deserve it, man. They You're looking at some of these folks that just go to work for a job, man. They're not they're not trying to you know, get hacked and lose their personal information because of some dickhead that didn't like a game. It's, it's ridiculous to wish this kind of crap on anybody, man. And all it does in the long run is cause problems for them trying to hurry up and fix whatever shit you say they need to fix. So it's like, just, uh, I hate hackers, man. And all. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So So, yeah, let's put this in perspective. There is a woman who works for CD Projekt Red, probably, that worked for 40 hours a week for probably uh, three months just animating fabric fibers. Yeah. on clothing and uh, now her personal information is being threatened to re- be released and people are saying that she deserves it yeah you're a <laughs> moron
1: if you believe
0: that and she, and she's and she's <laughs> just like wow i mean i was just animating clothing for like yeah. you know every minute i was awake for three months but okay oh, i
1: i promise <laughs> i i promise i'll never make anything look like a knit cotton fiber ever again
0: and that's what's so funny is like people cannot put this in perspective. People just people are, love people are to ruthless at points, company. Man.
1: Some people are yeah. absolutely ruthless um, there ex- when, when they don't, when somebody doesn't like when a group of people don't like something on the internet, the fangs and the claws come <laughs> out so fucking hard. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> a friend of mine who streams and- exclusively on D live. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of his clips. Was put on Twitter by D Live, not by him. D Live took a clip of his and put it on Twitter, and the attacks that came to D Live, um, saying, "Oh, you guys are all about censorship and blah blah," and uh, calling calling them, uh, uh, you know, uh, discriminatory words for for homosexuals. Uh, I'm not going to say it, dude, because I I hate freaking people calling people names like that. But this kind of stuff and that I did a little bit of research into it. and I'm looking into it. And I'm like, OK, why are these guys so mad? Well, yeah, uh, D live was doing some censorship on people that were breaking their terms of service and producing hate speech in their in their uh, 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 streams. So they did the right thing and canceled some of these fools. I yeah. would do it, too. But it just the hate that was coming off of it it was just so one sided mm-hmm. i could see what was going on and that's kind of the same thing that happens with these games dude these it just makes it seem like the hate is just almost staged and set up to go ahead of time not by the company but by these people that that hate the company you know what i mean yeah it's just so and shame on oh it's so weird
0: shame on anyone for attacking yeah. or instilling hate on a company that just doesn't meet expectations i mean it's full of tons of people that are doing their job to the best of their extent you know and if anyone ever did that (laughs) i'm sorry i can't keep a straight face because we do this with stadia every freaking week yeah but we don't tell them we don't tell them that they
1: should (laughs) they should go die or they did it on purpose or whatever stadia we hate on stadia a little bit because of the fact that um and we 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 say this i mean
0: you know there's people that work for stadia that just are doing a job yeah, you know absolutely. that they're just trying their best and, and
1: <laughs> nobody should lose their job over it but it was it was piss poor management of the idea and it was it was piss poor execution of the idea and that's that's all it was you know not now, everybody that works at at mm-hmm. stadia is an idiot um it, that's just not yeah. the way it is now the way the management of google and stadia is handling other certain situations <laughs> y- y'all should stand up and say something and maybe get some new bosses but yeah that's right. that's even you even you if you work for google and you're right <laughs> one of the lower rung even you would look at this and say guys what are you doing you know it's just so and the thing is uh, but not everybody there is an idiot you can't attack everyone right. because uh, a group of uh, a company made a bad game or did, you know, it's just stupid.
0: And the thing is uh, talking about stadia, you know, cause that's what all we do um, <laughs> <laughs> talking about stadia is I didn't cover this when we talked about the two studios being closed down that stadia started to develop, mm-hmm. you know, titles that would be first party titles. We were laughing about the fact that they didn't even give them a chance to like develop titles and that be they uh, apparently didn't know how long it took to develop titles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what we didn't touch on is the fact that those two branches do have over 150 employees between them that do have to find jobs other places. And yeah. hopefully some of these people can go and work for other companies. But yeah, I, I kind of flew over that and I'm sorry about that. Um, It is a shame, I'm sure. I mean, in a way, if they can get a job anywhere else, you know, anywhere else is better than Stadia. (laughs) Um, I'm sure that they're glad to get out of there. But I mean, at the end of the day, it is a job that, you know, that they no longer have. So I do hope that all those people that are getting cut off from Stadia as far as the development uh, team, you know, I hope they get jobs other places. But now Stadia, without developers on games, they're basically just... um, people that are working on the servers um i guess technical support and i i think management the whole th- i think the whole thing's really bad pr down
1: dude the whole thing's just I think gonna their shut team down team
0: has to be really small now you get what i'm saying yeah they have think... got
1: like 3 people in a closet bro it's <laughs> they they don't have they don't have what they need to make this happen <laughs> 3 people every... in a
0: closet with a dream though <laughs> <laughs> yeah Three people in a closet with a
1: dream in one bottle. They're spinning it going, okay, who's going to fuck up this time? But it's just like, unfortunately, Stadia is just going to shut all the way down, dude. It's just the way it is. Every time we talk about it, it, every week, something new is stopped with Stadia. So I would say they don't have much more to go. So I'm thinking by the end of April, Stadia will be completely done because that's what another uh 14 weeks
0: I Now mean... I hate to keep talking about Stadia. This is so lame. But what they should have done was there's so many things they could do to improve their service. Um number 1 they could buy developers they're not going that are to. already they're They not could gonna. buy developers that are already 80% of the way through games <laughs> to suddenly own them. That would be something that would be good. Um the other thing that they could do is I already talk about how I'm never going to get uh, YouTube uh, Premium. I think that's what it's now called. But if they included Stadia's membership in YouTube Premium, that would be tempting. $10 a month for no ads on YouTube, YouTube original programming, and the ability to play games on my phone in Stadia and stuff. That would be kind of tempting. Still not that tempting. Still probably wouldn't do it. But if they could get Stadia partnered, as I said last week, with another company like Nintendo or um, Valve or someone like that to actually be the mobile version of whatever libraries those are, it would make you feel like the games that you're paying for are not so temporary. And that plus maybe integrating it with YouTube Premium and YouTube Music then that would sound like a cool Google service. You know, like $10 to even $12 a month to get YouTube Music, uh, YouTube Premium, and Stadia actually sounds pretty good. I I don't have to front about that. If you're not a serious gamer and you just want to play games casually on your phone every now and then and they'd be really high quality, that would be awesome, you know? Um, That'd be a really cool deal. But the fact that... Um, Stadia is so separately marketed from uh, YouTube and stuff I think is a weakness because I think they're trying to bite off more than they can chew by saying that they are the premier game streaming service and nobody wants that because they're not doing it right because people know what is possible. If they said that this is Google's streaming game service that you can get if you have, you know, any other premium service of youtube then that would be like hey cool um i might not continue my spotify subscription if i can get youtube music with you know stadia that's you know spotify doesn't have a stadia in the same sense that any competitor to youtube which there really is no competitor to youtube um wouldn't also have a stadia i don't know i don't think stadia is a it is not as we used to say with Systems, it's not a system seller, but since there is no system, it is not a service seller, it cannot sell itself. It's okay if it's packaged with another service that Google offers, but I don't think Stadia at any price level <laughs> can make itself worth itself. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it has to be a bundled perk. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the ability to play VR games on a PlayStation is a perk of the PlayStation. You didn't buy it to play VR. At least I hope not. There's cheaper ways to do that. Um, but that's just one of those things. It's it's something that comes with it. It's an, an additional advantage. You get know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about all I have to say on that. Um, we really got off point. I forgot we were talking about CD Pressure Credits Ransom Note. <laughs> Which we don't think is fake. I I don't think it's fake. I don't think it's
1: fake either. I think it's an actual thing. I think some dickhead <laughs> fucking tried to be stupid. And, you know, I hope you get what's coming to you, man.
0: Yeah. And it, that's my last story. So um, I, I guess we can wrap things up. I mean, it was a really crazy week. We barely had time to record this week. So, yeah. Apologies if we sound exhausted. I, I'm kind of like in a daze right now. I don't even know if I sound a certain way or not. But yeah, I'm hot, bro. we got our episode in for the week. So uh, the newest news always comes first. And mm. <laughs> I'd pay $1. $1. The $1. newest $1. For that. news always comes first for us. <laughs> I'd pay $1. $1.99 a minute. Except in our program minute. where the games we played. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying?
1: I said I'd pay $1.99 a minute for that.
0: I'll see. There we go. We're about to, we're about to segue into our, you Patreon ruin all my jokes. Plugs. <laughs> I don't ruin all your jokes. I'm just saying that the delay is ruining their jokes. I don't hear your joke until it's like way past gone probably. Uh, but eventually people are going to have to bear through our, our Patreon. Yeah. Rants. I'm going to be talking about Patreon all the time. And then people are going to be clicking the skip 15 second button as quickly as they can. Yep. Um, We will be having a guest uh, on
1: next week, too. So that'll be cool.
0: Yeah, we will have a guest next week, too. So I look forward to that. And I hope you are having a good February. And I hope that uh, y'all have plans for Valentine's Day. If you don't have plans for Valentine's Day and you hate corporate creations or holidays that are all for uh, capitalism, um, that's cool, too. You can be that guy. But... (laughs) but that being you can yell at me as uh, I'm
1: walking out with my bags (laughs) after spending my money
0: yeah yeah just be disappointed in in me for spending money on Valentine's Day as I'm walking to my car um, yell
1: shame
0: shame (laughs) (laughs) and remember it's not the newest news in gaming unless it's new to us yeah bitch
1: It's possible. I mean, you know, it wouldn't be a dumb idea.